Social Zoom Factor, episode 117. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Are you ready to turn your social media management, engagement, and collaboration efforts to turbo? Our new partner, Sprout Social, empowers marketers to engage, measure, and work smarter, not just harder, when it comes to social media. Check them out at www.sproutsocial.com. Isn't it time you stop dreaming about the business you want to start and instead get it zooming turbo? Your first Zoom stop should be HostGator.com, your one-stop shop for your online business needs. Check them out and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to SocialZoomFactor.com slash HostGator. When it comes to your business, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Meet Ruby, your highly trained team of virtual receptionists, creating meaningful connections with each call, ensuring your callers feel special while making you look good. Learn more at callruby.com. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are talking about some big news that happened over at our friend Google's house. So yes, in case you've been hiding under an internet or social or web rock, you probably have heard about the changes that Google has rolled out effective April 21st, 2015, in regard to how it handles and ranks websites for mobile searches. So basically people who are doing searches from a mobile device. The good news is today in this podcast, I'm going to put this in a nutshell for you. I'm going to tell you three major things, what you need to know and what it means for you when you are searching as a user and what it means for you as a business and website owner. I'm going to tell you how to check to see if your site is mobile friendly or not. And I am going to tell you what you need to do and to also help you avoid some common mistakes. Okay, so I'm giving you the lowdown on what's happening. And you may have heard this referred to as mobile get-in. In friendlier terms, it's called the Google Mobile Friendly Update. I think I like that one better. But basically, effective. April 21st, 2015, Google released a significant new algorithm in how it ranks searches coming from a mobile device. And it is designed to give a boost to mobile-friendly pages in Google's mobile search results. So for those of us who have invested in making sure that our sites are mobile-friendly, this is a good thing. So hopefully that's you. I know for us, All of our sites are mobile responsive and all of our client sites that we build are also 
mobile responsive. So I know that ourselves and all of our clients have nothing to worry about. Now, I'm going to really quickly read to you part of the vague announcement that came from Google, okay? So you can hear it in their terms. And it states, starting April 21st, we will be expanding our use of mobile friendliness as a ranking signal. This change will affect mobile searches in all languages worldwide and will have a significant impact in our search results. Consequently, users will find it easier to get relevant, high-quality search results that are optimized for their devices. Funny as it seems, Google announcements such as this are purposely vague. It leads many people scratching their head saying, what the heck did I just read? So if this is the first time you're hearing about this and you don't have a mobile-friendly site, I don't know what to say to you besides, sorry, Charlie, you need to start paying more attention to these things. And I have three episodes that I did uh, a few months back around the mobile modern customer. So if you need to refresh your mind on what's happening in the mobile world, along with some stats, so you can maybe justify the investment to yourself or to your management, or you don't know what to do to get your mobile marketing plan in place and get your mobile, your site mobile friendly, go check out episode 40, which is why you can't ignore the mobile modern social savvy customer Episode 41 will give you 15 steps to develop a mobile marketing plan. And episode 42 gives you five tools to help increase conversions for the mobile customer. So I highly encourage those episodes. Everything that I'm talking about today will also be on the show notes page for this episode. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 117. So let's go ahead and get started. What do you need to know? First, let's talk about why is Google doing this? Google is doing this because it wants consumers to find content that's not only relevant and timely, but also easy to read and interact with on smaller mobile devices. Doesn't seem like rocket science to me. Google's last huge algorithm change that was named Panda impacted 11% of all searches. So that was quite a big shakeup. And rumor has it that this one could be even bigger for some folks. So, and as Barry Schwartz of Search Engine Land wrote in a recent blog post, he said it will take weeks for Google's update to be completed. And the cool thing is that this one will update its picture of the web in real time. So this means when you launch a new mobile site, Google will recognize it more quickly. So this is good for those of us who are doing the right things in Google's eyes. Now, if you are searching the web via desktop, you're not going to see much change. It's really directed at mobile devices and searches that are happening over mobile devices. However, if you are searching from a mobile device, you will begin to see search results and websites that are better tailored for that environment. And so what does that mean? That means if you're searching on a mobile device, it is going to be easier for you to consume the content for the sites that are popping to the top of that search result for you. Now, I know at this point, you probably have way more questions than answers. So I'm going to answer, try to answer some of the questions I know that you have. Number one, is this going to impact rankings for desktop searches? The answer is no, 
only mobile searches will be impacted at this time. Question two, is it going to impact tablet searches? Again, the answer is no. Only mobile smartphone devices, not tablets. Number three, when did Google first announce this? Okay, December 2014, they said they were experimenting with new mobile-friendly ranking algorithm. So back in December of 2014, they let us know this was coming officially, and they had hinted at that even prior to December of 2014. Next is do a few non-mobile responsive pages impact the entire site ranking? Okay, good news here is no, it's actually on a page-by-page basis. So next question being, so does this mean that you can be partially mobile-friendly? Okay, no, a web page is either mobile-friendly or not. So it's a yes or a no, period, (laughs) and no ifs, ands, or buts with that. Next is how is this different from other Google change algorithms, okay? The big change here is it's obviously about mobile, but it's real time. And Google will pick up changes real time. So if you update a page and it becomes mobile friendly, if you up and launch a new site and it is mobile friendly, Google is going to know about that more real time than they have known about other things in the past. They're keeping real-time tabs on these things. So I think that's really exciting. And if that doesn't inspire you, I don't know what will. How soon will your site rankings be impacted? At this time, it's unknown. However, there are quite a few people who are forecasting that this is going to be more significant than the Panda and the Penguin updates, which impacted, as I said, 11% of search results. Okay, next question is about relevancy. Great example here. If you are a large known brand, will your search results be pushed down because your site is not mobile friendly? The answer here is no, not really, because Google is still going to rank that brand in first position, even if not mobile friendly, because relevancy is still going to outweigh mobile algorithm. So, but there's so many factors in there. It's hard for me to even tell you no, not really with that one, but that's a longer podcast. Okay. But for the most part, not really. I mean, if you're Coca-Cola and your site wasn't mobile friendly, you're not going to get pushed down to the second page because you have a page that's not mobile friendly. Okay. Next major question we're going to go into and is how do you check if your site is mobile friendly? Is there a way that you can do this so you know whether Google sees your site as mobile friendly? Absolutely. And I have a link in the show notes page at socialzoomfactor.com slash 117 and it will be toward the bottom of the page and it's kind of a long URL. That's why I can't call it out here, but just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 117 and I will put all these links there for you. All you have to do is enter your URL and you will be able to see whether Google sees your site as mobile friendly or not. So you need to know that. Don't ignore this question. This is kind of like going to the dentist and you know some of the other things you need to do in your life. Ignoring this is not going to make it go away. You need to go after this podcast as soon as you can. You can even do it on your mobile device and you can go to the show notes page and you can go check to see if your site is mobile friendly. You will have the answer back in less than 15 seconds once you type in your URL. So the good news is for small and local businesses whose already has substantial traffic 
coming in from some of the directory sites such as Yelp and Google's local search listings, that traffic is not going to be impacted, okay, for that specific traffic. So if your site is not yet mobile friendly and you're getting some traffic from those directories, at minimum, you're still going to be getting the traffic from those directories. But what you really need to make sure that you do, particularly if your site is not currently mobile friendly, make sure all of your local information is current and up to date in Yelp and, and Google My Business section. Those are two major places you need to make sure. And depending on what your business is, it could be TripAdvisor, it could be Urban Spoon, you know, wherever you're getting traffic from today, make sure that you know where that traffic is coming from and optimize the good traffic so you don't get hit hard. At least you can minimize how hard you're hit with these changes until you can get your site to be mobile friendly. Now, this doesn't get you off the hook. However, it is going to buy you a little bit of time. Next tool for you is I want you to make sure that you check out the Google developer tools for making your website compliant with mobile-friendly guidelines. And I'll include a link for this as well in the show notes page. But it is a handy dandy little developer tool section that Google has for you. And even for the novice user, somebody new to websites, you can take a look at this set of tools and get an understanding for what you need to do. And it includes the definition of mobile friendly. It includes how to get started. It includes the top three things you should do now for building mobile friendly sites. It gives you tips on how to work with a developer uh, or an agency to help you build a site. And it includes the top three mistakes, which I'll cover really quickly for you right now. And the top three mistakes that you need to avoid are number one, forgetting the mobile customer. And I talked a lot about this in episodes 40, 41, and 42. You need to know your customer. You need to know what percentage of your traffic is coming from mobile. And you need to know who they are and what they're looking for. Is it a local search they're doing? Is it a national, international search they're doing? What pages are they going to? You need to know what they need and want from you. Number two common mistake that you want to avoid is implementing the mobile site on a different domain, subdomain, or subdirectory from the desktop site. And while Google supports multiple mobile site configurations, creating separate mobile URLs will greatly increase the amount of work that you have to do to maintain and keep that site updated. In addition, it can introduce all kinds of technical and source problems with your site, and you can easily simplify these things by using responsive web design and serving desktop and mobile on the same URL. And I highly, highly recommend that. And responsive web design is also Google's recommended configuration. Okay. All of our sites and the sites we build for our clients are all mobile responsive. Common mistake number three is working in isolation rather than looking around for inspiration. So what Google is saying here is get out of your box and check out other sites. Because while you may not be the first in your industry with a mobile site, you have the benefit of being able to learn from those before you. So go do a search on Google. Now that we know they're ranking based on mobile friendliness, do a search in your industry and see who rises to the top. Not only does Google have a mobile 
friendly playbook, but they also have a showcase of Google multi-screen success stories. And it includes case studies from American Cancer Society, Huffington Post, PlusNet, Newegg.com, and more. So some additional tips that I'm going to tell you. Check out your Google Analytics or whatever web metrics you are using and know how much mobile traffic you are getting. Take a look at what is the percentage of that mobile traffic, what devices are they coming from, and how are they behaving once they get to your site. Okay, next, view your site on a variety of devices. If it looks ugly to you, the odds are not in your favor, and it's likely sitting at 100% chance that it is going to be ugly for everyone else coming to your site via a mobile device. If it's ugly for you, it's going to be ugly for your friends who visit it from a mobile device as well. Most importantly, implementing a mobile responsive site. I, I can't say this enough. We use WordPress, we use StudioPress, Genesis, and other themes. It's literally mobile responsive out of the box. And I will include a link to some of the themes that we use. Bottom line, friends, let's not complicate this more than we need to. Check out the show notes page with resources to help you check if your site is mobile responsive and listen to the other podcasts that I mentioned for you for help in building your mobile marketing plan and website. If you don't know where to start or if you want a partner for your journey, give us a call and our team my agency, The Marketing Nuts with a Z, will be happy to help you. You can find me at PamMarketingNut.com. You can find our agency at TheMarketingNutsWithAZ.com. And we would be more than happy to help you because these are the things that we do for our day job 365 days of the year. So I wish you the best of success in your setting up of your digital platform and ensuring that your site is mobile friendly. Do not ignore this information I'm sharing with you today, my friends. Go out and kick butt on Mobile Get In and own it. Own your platform. Own your success because you are the media. So there you have it. Google Mobile Get In, the Google Mobile Friendly Update in a nutshell. I hope this information was useful for you. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Oh, 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 oh,